0: Welcome to The Lab.
1: What's going on all you brainiacs out there and welcome back to yet another episode of the Fantasy Football Laboratory. I am your host, the King of Trade, Shane Palmer, joined as always by Spitfire, Lucas Parrish. What's going on, guys? And the chemist, Jack McGrath. Shane, how are we doing today? I am doing fantastic because we have a very special episode today. We are currently doing a live mock draft with you guys, the listeners out there, just officially randomized the draft order. So I am currently at the third spot. Jack, you're at the fifth spot. And Lucas, you're at the 10th spot. I see that you like that. I love it. I love
0: it. The further back in the draft that I am, the more I'm going to love it. I love love the value that you get from those picks in the later rounds. I mean, I'm looking at Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler as my first two picks. If I start off with my team like that, I'm winning the league.
2: We'll see. Here's the issue. I'm at five. So Aaron Jones won't be there for you. That's a good point. Well, then that's fine.
0: I'll start off with Zeke and, and and Austin Eckler. Whatever I start off with, it's going to be very, very good.
2: So, so I'm in an interesting spot, too. I'm well, at five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Shane.
1: I was just going to say, I'm praying that Dalvin Cook falls to me, and I'm going to start the draft right now. We're just going to talk about picks as they come in from us, from other people, what we think, who's been taken too high, who's still on the board. I've never, or I've I've not never, but I haven't done a a sleeper mock draft yet this year, so the ADPs for me are kind of all over the place. This is going to be very interesting to see where guys go.
2: Yeah, for sure. I was just wondering, what are you guys' thoughts, best place to start out in a draft? Because I'm at so five later. and I'm okay because as long as I get Aaron Jones, because he's my fourth overall back right now, I'm happy with that. I'd love to have Aaron Jones, but if I don't get Aaron Jones, if Aaron Jones goes in the top four and he Cook, won't. He won't. Henry he won't. and McCaffrey are gone, I think I'm in the worst possible spot. I can, be for
1: myself. I can almost promise you that Aaron Jones will not go that high. No, he won't so much stuff on TikTok, especially because this is uh some of our listeners here today are from our TikTok account. That's at FF Laboratory on TikTok. You can follow us over there. Uh people on TikTok don't like Aaron Jones at all. Uh I'm not so sure why. The the reasoning isn't so much there. They, I think honestly, they just think because he got a big contract, he can be a little bit lackadaisical in the offense now. It's but true. I, I don't think so. Oh, I'm up right now. Wow, Derrick Henry went above Dalvin Cook. It's your boy, Dalvin Cook, at three. This is a great, great day. When your number one overall player lasts to you all the way to pick three, you say all the way like, Jane, that's not all the way. This is huge. Dalvin Cook, I think, is consensus in all of our on all of our uh, drafts as number two, I would say, pretty yeah. much. Yep. Uh, and I'm getting here at three. I love Dalvin Cook. I really do. I, I the sky's the limit. I think he can finish above Christian McCaffrey. Vikings did a whole lot to improve that offensive line this past offseason. I think that offense is going to be full – fully revved up and ready to go. So first three picks in the draft, McCaffrey, not a shock, Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. I think that is the consensus top three. You can move them any which way you want, especially if it's standard versus PPR in terms of Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. But there is your top three, not surprised in the slightest.
0: Look, I'll be honest. You can't go wrong with any of those three.
1: Like you just can't. Christian McCaffrey,
0: Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, either one of those guys, you're starting off your draft with a top three running back.
2: All right, we I'm got with them. you on that one. We're, we're waiting, waiting for pick four now. Wait. See, this will be
0: interesting. This is where it gets interesting. People start to value Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones. This is where a lot of people start to value those guys differently.
2: Sometimes you'll even
0: say a receiver taken here. Maybe he reaches up for a Tyreek. Oh, Alvin Kamara off
2: the board. There we go. So Alvin Kamara goes off the board. think we're saying, so the top three backs, like we know who the top three backs are, right? But then yep. the rest of the top ten – we know who the top 10 is going to be. It's going to be the Barkley. It's going to be probably the Aaron Jones. He's at 11 ADP right now. According to sleeper, it's going to probably be a Jonathan Taylor and a Nick Chubb, but I have no idea what that order is going to be. Alvin Kamara for me is all the way at the back end of the first round. I'll take Aaron Jones here though. He's at the back end of the first round for most people, but he's a top guy for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Jack, Aaron Jones, I have at number four overall
2: and
0: So that's, that's an absolute steal. I mean, or I guess it's not a steal, but it's right where you should be getting him in my mind. Saquon off the board at six.
1: That's an interesting one. I have Saquon as my fifth overall running back and I have Aaron Jones in my running back rankings right now at seven. Uh, So my top seven are the first four that went uh, Chris McCaffrey, Dalvin cook, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, and then Saquon at five, Austin Eckler at six, who is an ADP here at 16, which I think is ridiculously low. But yep. I think it's going to be a great steal if you're drafting in sleeper this year and it stays in that range. And then Aaron Jones at seven. I definitely think Aaron Jones is a top 10 pick, undisputed. Uh, and he hasn't been going there besides Ooh, the draft uh, that I've done. And Zeke goes here at pick seven. So the top seven picks have all been running backs. And and I, I want to talk to you guys about this for a second. Uh, and we can take a few minutes on this now and then talk about it on a later episode, but no running back strategy. I've seen that so many times being disputed on Twitter. I would say 75% of people hate it, but there is a 25% of the fantasy football population that is still pushing this thing. And wow. Whoa. To- no, he took Austin Eckler one pick. before First nine me. I don't are running back now. First nine I don't are know, running back. Shane. I don't know what to do.
2: I, I don't have Jonathan Taylor
0: valued here. There, your
2: guy, You're not taking, you're taking a tight end Lucas. Oh, oh, that's on me. That's on me. That's on me.
0: I do know what to do. Thank you so much, Jack. I really appreciate that.
2: Can't believe you're going to Lucas loves Travis Kelsey. If you haven't been listening priorly, Lucas thinks Travis Kelsey should be maybe the number one overall pick this year. So Travis Kelsey still on the board. Down.
1: I think, at I think if, that.
0: if, if the tight end position, those top guys were valued like they should be Travis Kelsey should be a, a, a,
1: Wow. Wait, let me break this news. So at pick 11, as soon as Lucas took Travis Kelsey, we had a run of nine running backs in a row, then a tight end. And then of anyone that could have been drafted, Joe Mixon goes to this guy, mad dumb. Now that pick is absolutely mad dumb. I would definitely have not taken Joe Mixon there. hundred percent would have gone Jonathan Taylor, who's still somehow on the board with an ADP of five overall. I probably would have taken a few of those wide receivers above Joe Mixon. Cam Akers still on the board. Antonio Gibson still on the board. Uh, Najee Harris still on the board. There's so much better value, I personally feel, than Joe Mixon. I want to see what he does with his second pick here. But Joe Mixon, my God, I did not like that pick.
2: No, I don't like that pick at all. As we've said this multiple times, Joe Mixon can't be the best player on a championship winning fantasy team. He's never shown that in the past. He's not going to show that this year. It, it, the, the, everything would have to go right for Joe Mixon to be the best player on a championship winning team. We're seeing Jonathan Taylor coming. Not a back single, here.
0: not a single wide receiver went in the first round. Not
2: That's a single. Who are, you, who are you going to take in the first round? I think Diggs and Hill are the only two receivers you would take in the first round at this point, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, I'd, I'd hear a case for Hopkins, but,
0: Absolutely. I think outside of those three, I wouldn't Antonio Gibson just went running backs are flying off the board. Like, here's the thing. Oh my gosh. Cam Akers just went like, what can I do? I like, do I, do I grab the top wide receiver on the board or do I like, hold on. while we have
1: time. while we have time with your pick because people can't see the draft board that we're looking at right now. I just want to recap the first round that we just got through. So first overall pick was Christian McCaffrey. Second was Derek Henry. Third, I took Dalvin Cook. Fourth, Alvin Kamara. Fifth, Jack took Aaron Jones. Sixth was Saquon Barkley. Seventh was Ezekiel Elliott. Eight was Nick Chubb. Ninth was Austin Eckler. Tenth was the only non-running back taken so far with Travis Kelsey to Lucas. Joe Mixon goes with pick 11. And Jonathan Taylor goes with pick 12. So yet again... Uh, no wide receivers to be and found. then, and, and, and it just further proves that the no running back strategy makes no sense.
0: Well, and here's the thing but I found myself in a situation where a no running back strategy makes the most sense because what am I going to do? Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson, the only running back that is still in a wide or running back one tier for me is DeAndre Swift, who's still on the oh. board, but I can't is- take him
1: here. I'm taking, I I doubt he'll last me. So I'll say it. The fact that, uh, that you didn't say Najee Harris there is kind of surprising. I think Najee Harris can be, can be put in this category, right? I
0: like, I like Najee Harris, but I've got another guy that I like that I think I can get later. So I'm not going to grab a running back in the first two rounds. I'm taking the first wide receiver off the board. Stefan Diggs is off the board for me. Look, this is a risky strategy and every single time I've tried it, I have not liked the outcome of my team. So thankfully this is a mock draft. So it doesn't matter. So we're going to really see, where this goes, but I've got my top wide receiver in Stephon Diggs now with Travis Kelsey. I've got a great one-two punch there, you know, but gosh, that was a tough situation to find. my. I mean, we're going to have a run of wide receivers here though, but that was a really tough situation to find myself this, in.
1: This is why I like doing this with everyone here, because if you join an ESPN mock draft, or you join a Yahoo mock draft, the results are very skewed. And I don't think you're truly going to see the value that your team could possibly have in a 12-team league. When you actually get to draft day, because you have uh, maybe half the people that join the draft are already auto picking, and then you have wide receivers going in the first round when maybe you might see zero wide receivers go in your first round. You're not going to have a defense the this round or seventh round, you're not going to have a kicker go in the eighth round in a draft like this, you are going to see how the values really fall into line with everyone here and everyone listening to us and what we've said about some of these players once we get into the middle round that's going to be uh, the most interesting who's actually going to get pulled up the board and who's going to fall. Uh, but after Lucas, you took Stefan Diggs. There is another wide receiver in Tyree kill and the best overall player still available. According to sleeper is devonte Adams with an ADP of nine and a half. That's what I want to see. I feel like Adams could go in the next few picks, but with the Rogers situation, not getting any better and honestly getting pretty much uh, pretty worse. Uh, I, I can't imagine he should be going anytime soon. I don't think he does. I think he goes, I think he falls here. Honestly, unless somebody panics, and there well, here goes. he goes,
2: there's the panic there pick, but I I don't th- I wouldn't take him. I probably wouldn't take him in the third round. I think late third round is the only place I'd touch him at this point. Based on the other receivers I that know are on the board, Hopkins is still there. I'd take, I mean, I'd take Hopkins Brown? above
0: him. I still I'd 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 probably I'd go Calvin Ridley above him too. I wouldn't take AJ Brown above Devontae Adams. I have Devontae Adams as my wide receiver five. I, I mean, look, regardless of if Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback, there we go, DeAndre Hopkins off the board, Najee Harris off the board, regardless of if Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback, Devontae Adams will produce. He will. It's just to, to what extent, right? Is he going to be the clear wide receiver one or is he just going to be a wide receiver one? And I don't think he falls into the wide receiver two category. He's too good of a wide receiver to do that regardless of the quarterback.
2: So I'd still take him late second. All right, so four receivers are off the board here. My next highest rated receiver is Calvin Ridley, right? So that's who I'm going with hypothetically, because I don't think like any of the running back value here, and there's not a whole lot of running backs left. So I'll wait a little bit on the running back position because there's a guy I like who I think I can get around three or four. So my question is, do you guys think? No, no. no, The the question
0: in your mind is, will Chris Carson be there in
2: the third round? And the answer, I think, he will. Almost certainly, yes. Yeah, Chris Carson will be there in the third round. He can be a nice second running back next to Aaron Jones. The question I'm asking is: Does Calvin Ridley at this point provide me more value, or do you think Darren Waller can fall to me hypothetically in the third round still? Because I'm, I'm coming going, around pretty quick on the third to round here. I'm
1: Promise you that I am taking Darren Waller before your pick with one of the next two picks that I have. Man, no, I, I don't I think that. You might
0: have you might have George Kittle though, and George right. Kittle in the third round is still a steal. But the problem is someone else might take him. Like I, I don't I don't know. We'll see where where he lasts. George Kittle, no, George Kittle probably won't be there either. All right,
2: I'm going to punt the tight end position. I am going with Calvin Ridley, if I can find him on my board here. Look,
0: you can get get Kyle Pitts in probably the fourth.
2: That's who I like. I like him as my tight end four. I like Logan Thomas a lot, too. I think you can get him to, like, the eighth.
1: But honestly, do you feel comfortable now if you took Kyle Pitts with Calvin Ridley? I wouldn't do that. Probably not. If Matt Ryan goes down, I'm donezo.
2: That's, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I see We'll say. see how the board falls. If I can get Kyle Pitts at a good enough value, if it's past round four, I think I'll be okay with that.
1: I am coming up here with five wide receivers going this round. My first pick was Dalvin Cook. There are still two running backs on the board that I, I kind of, I, I don't like J.K. Dobbins, so I'm not really considering him. DeAndre Swift is the guy that I'm looking at right here. If I go with the running back position, Josh Jacobs' ADP is ridiculously high, 29. That's uh, insane. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, no, Josh
0: Jacobs is 30. Miles Sanders is 29, which also doesn't make sense.
1: 29.9. All right. You got me there. Uh, the, the running backs, they fall off though. They, they fall off to a certain point. Oh, actually, you know what? I see a guy. I see a guy. I think I might wait. DK Metcalf just went and it is my turn to pick. Should I take Patrick Mahomes? He's the Yeah. Best Patrick player.
0: Mahomes. He's, he's according to sleeper, the best player on the board right now. Bro, you're getting a steal. What they have him the 18th best player in this draft. You his get ADP's him like, right
2: there too. His ADP's at 17 and a half.
0: And you you get him you get him right here with like the 22nd pick in the draft, Shane. With that value, you might have to go for it.
1: So what I'm going to do, actually, Jack, I lied to you. Unless something drastic <laughs> happens for my next pick, well, I'm not going to tell you all my secrets right as they happen. Uh, I'm going to take AJ Brown here. I still believe he can finish as a top five wide receiver with Julio. I know a lot of people overreacted and they dropped him. Some, some people even out of their top 10, they're calling him a bust. Honestly, I think this offense uh, could be better with Julio in it for AJ Brown. Uh, I I think we could see some, some better open coverage. uh, You know, not so many number one quarterbacks focused in on AJ Brown. Uh, And, you know, he's still that volume guy and and still has that big playability uh, and we don't know the, you know, we're still a little bit concerned with Julio's health. Uh, So I'm going to take AJ Brown here and we're going to see, I won't spoil. I'm going my next pick, but we're going to see on the wrap round who is still available. Kind of want a running back, but there's some guys that I'm looking at down the board and especially sleeper. You always have to take it, you know, by Jefferson
2: off the board. Wow. I mean, that's a bad pick in my mind, but. We about how we had 11 running backs go in the first round. And now in the second round, we're on the last pick. And we have had out of 12 picks, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight picks go to the running, to the wide receiver position. Here's, here's That's what's going to
0: Yeah. I mean, if you go on a running back, you're, you're going to have two situations. And these are the really two things that can happen when someone, when, when there's like a run of something. So there's a really early run on running backs. Like, The first, what, 14 picks were almost all running backs, all except for me taking Travis Kelsey. Then either you're going to continue to see a lot of running backs taken because people are like, oh, crap, they're getting pulled up the board, or it's going to go straight to only wide receivers because people are like, I have a running back. I don't need a wide receiver. It's just a mindset. Michael Thomas off the board here, too. We only had three running backs go in the second round, and the rest were wide receivers.
1: Let me quickly recap the second round for everyone. So with the 13th pick, it was Antonio Gibson, 14th was Cam Makers, 15th Stefan Diggs, 16th Tyree Kill, 17th DeVonte Adams, 18th Najee Harris, 19th DeAndre Hopkins, 20th Calvin Ridley, 21st DK Metcalf, AJ Brown at 22, Justin Jefferson at 23, Michael Thomas at 24 and at pick 25 to start off the third round is Jackson Miles I, Sanders. My I guy. 25th overall me, is where I have him.
2: He's in an exact. He's in exactly the right spot of where he should be drafted according to my board at this point. Miles yeah. Sanders is still a guy I like a lot. I think he's a solid RB two. He went right there as an RB two to Christian McCaffrey. It's a pretty solid team for that guy. Number one overall. It's unfortunate that you made a bet with me that he'd be an RB one.
0: Is that the bet that I made? Yeah, you made you made a bet. I, we also made a Woo. bet that like I said, Zach Moss would finish above Miles Sanders, which yeah, I still believe. You're not winning that one. We'll see. Allen Robinson goes here in the third. That's solid. Oh wow, Caden wanted Sanders. Caden wanted a bad player too. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, reading the chat. It's hard to read the chat. Focus on the podcast. Caden, Caden
0: seventy four or K Aiden seventy four. If you're listening to this, I apologize. I did not mean to roast you like that. I just don't like Miles <laughs> Listen,
1: I am up right now, and Ooh. there are quite a few players that I want to go with. This is a tough position for me. Uh, the running backs available, we got J.K. Dobbins still here, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, Clyde Edwards-Solaire. That's the range of running backs that it's uh, posing to me right now. I still have my my pick of the litter here with the tight ends besides Travis Kelsey. All of them are still here with George Kittle and Darren Waller. And then, of course, wide receivers. I could go with Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin. Man, this is tough. I have Dalvin Cook. I have A.J. Brown. You know what? I'm going to... Darren Waller. Take I Darren can't. Waller. Why not? The reason I can't do that is because, oh man, this is so hard. You,
0: you, there's no, there's nobody on the board will give you the positional value that Darren Waller will give you You're during right. the season. You're right. What am like, I even,
1: what it's am not, I, it's, I'm looking at do my that old to old, me,
0: Lucas. He was about to be my guy know. two picks later. Should <laughs> I told him George Kittle instead? I mean, I technically have George Kittle higher, but like,
1: I literally I have them. It's a it's a it's a two way two B situation with it's, those It's two. a wash. When you when I look at my overall rankings, like I literally have these guys as second round picks. Both of them, George Kittle and Darren Waller, There really shouldn't have been a question for me there. The only reason that I was thinking about it a little bit more was because I feel like there's going to be another run on running backs. Oh,
0: did Clyde I? Clyde off I have- the board. That's a good pick. I like Clyde. I'm I'm starting to get higher and higher on Clyde.
2: Am I, well, am it's I, now. I like Clyde too. No, you're get, here, Shane. Yeah, you, you a, you've been, you've been here. Lucas was oh. wondering if for, uh, you can look in the chat, you'll see in our in the chat of the thing here. But what I'm going with is I'm not going to go with George Kittle. I don't like George Kittle as much as I like Darren Waller. And I don't think George Kittle's value in the third round here is the same as what it once was. Um, for George Kittle, if he has Trey Lance throwing to him, his value tanks. So I'm going to go running back. So between Chris Carson. J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift. And I'm going to go with Carson because Carson's the proven entity. With J.K. Dobbins, I'm a little bit concerned that he's not going to show the same amount of production that he did at the end of last year. We'll see a front-of-the-season production from him. And I'm concerned with DeAndre Swift that he's not going to be in a good enough offense to maintain value. So I'm going to draft Chris Carson here. Because I think we're about to see another run of running backs. Because I'm looking at the rosters and everybody has one running back on their team right now, they're about to fill out their roster with that. Oh, George Kittle
0: just went to pick after you, which yep. is fine because we're getting to a point. All right, DeAndre Swift is still on the board. If I get DeAndre Swift here, that would be absolutely insane. I mean, I've got okay. DeAndre Swift as my RB12, and it is close with Najee Harris. It absolutely is. The difference is like amount of touches versus quality of touches. And I just think DeAndre Swift, because Najee Harris will probably get more overall touches, but I think Swift will get a lot more better quality of touches with his. Um, but DeAndre Swift, I mean, if I get him here as my RB1, I'll be extremely happy. Hold on.
1: Happy. I got a question. I got a question for for both of you because I'm looking at the draft board right now and I'm seeing the trends of what happened. And only two people, as of right now, Lucas, because you haven't picked yet, only two people have gone running back, wide receiver, tight end. So out of the two people that did that, would you rather have Delvin, A.J. Brown, Dan Waller, or Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle?
2: I think Hopkins and A.J. Brown. So I'll give the advantage to Hopkins, but I give the advantage to Cook and I give the advantage to Waller. So I'd rather have uh, first yeah, one Cook, Brown, I agree. Waller.
0: I agree. Keenan Allen off the board. Still a w- another wide receiver taken. Oh, but that guy had two running backs, so he needed a wide receiver. We're here now. We've got two more guys who have one running back, one wide receiver. Then we get to me who have zero running backs. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. I mean, they will probably take running backs, almost certainly.
1: What I want to see is when does Dobbins? The first oh please please domino fall
0: please swift don't take swift don't take swift please don't take swift please don't take swift please don't take swift like Josh Jacobs more please please
1: I don't I don't it's know so, anyone who could possibly have Josh Jacobs over DeAndre Swift this year I I really don't think there is a single fantasy football take a wide receiver have that.
0: there's there's a wide receiver uh, no, Julio Jones
1: player yeah there he goes there he oh, goes oh that's fine i'm gonna take
0: my next highest running back and it's gonna be a reach according to sleeper but he's miles gaskin like i mean he's a stud he's who i was planning on taking here and i'll follow it up with another solid running back and, and we'll find ourselves in a pretty good spot
1: See, here's the thing. I because of the ADP, I kind of figured that I'd be able to land Gaskin at my four or five turnaround, which is why I was debating so hard with Swift and Waller. And not that I was fully banking on it, because I know, uh Lucas, you like Gaskin. you probably would have taken him in the fourth anyway, if, if you didn't take him here in the third. I would have. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that I was able to, to snag him up. I'm going to have to reach into the bag of tricks for running backs going forward. All right, Terry McLaurin off the board to Mad Dumb. I that's think he's made game. up for the Joe Mixon pick with Akers and Terry McLaurin because if he took Akers first, I think it's a different conversation than if he took, you know, Mixon second. And yeah, just if he goes Mixon yeah.
0: first. <laughs> and then McLaurin's a great wide receiver to start with. That's a oh. steal
2: at the end of the third. That's, that's kind of nice being at that turn, though, because then you can always make up for your first round pick with a good second round pick because they're basically both. I mean, they're both late first round picks for what it's
1: worth at this point. You also get to set the tone when you're at those turns, you know, is the running back run really going to, you can, you can start, start and stop uh, a run at a certain position, whether it's tight end. Uh, you know, we could see a quarterback go within the next few picks and then that run could possibly start uh, or, or maybe we see another run on running backs uh, depending on what just Finn ends up doing here, but he already has two running backs. I doubt he's going to go with another one here. Where does Patrick Mahomes go? This is, I think this is what most people draft, most people's draft boards will look like. Uh, and I'll start to recap the third round here as we are almost done with it. So with the first pa- uh, pick of the third round, we had Miles Sanders go, then Allen Robinson, Darren Waller, Clyde edwards helaire Chris Carson, George Kittle, Keenan Allen, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Miles Gaskin, Terry McLaurin, and waiting on the last pick of the third round right now
2: wide I mean, receiver value in this next round is about to be cooper. so good
1: there goes oh no, that's my that's guy
0: who, bro i was gonna take him with my next pick if he was still on the board he was clearing away the top
2: guy still there it's okay so i need to reach oh, up like, for three if i want amari cooper at this point is what we're thinking
1: that's i mean i mean his, his adp breath has, breath has breath been breath.
0: three this whole time he oh,
1: amari
2: man. cooper fell amari
0: cooper is not a fourth round pick he's you took him in the second round in our first mock draft he's not a second round pick but he's also not a fourth-round pick, and if he's not a second-round pick, and he's not a fourth-round pick, Jack, then what round pick would that make Amari Cooper? I'm
2: trying to think, probably like a fifth-ish or
0: six. Yeah, I think
1: I, I think you absolutely nailed
0: it. You absolutely nailed it.
1: Wow, so. there's one. Pl- I'm not going to say this guy, but I'm just scrolling through sleepers ADP right now, and there's something. that's so disrespectful. Oh, there goes Robert Woods. Oh, I was hoping to get him on my turn. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, Robert Woods
0: goes in the fourth and, and Cooper Cup goes in the fifth. Yeah. But in this yeah. case, Cooper Cup will, in fact, be going
2: in the fourth because I love Cooper Cup.
1: And we're getting Cup dangerously we close
2: to, to me taking Patrick Mahomes at this point. We're already in the fourth.
1: Here we go. We had a run on yeah, receivers. Terry McLaurin, Harry Cooper, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, all five wide receivers in a row right now, and I would not be shocked if we see another one go.
0: Yeah. I consider, consider taking, Jones? I consider taking David Montgomery there, but I, I like, I mean, I've, there are some guys who are later who I like just as much as David Montgomery and I can get them later. So I'm, I'm not too terribly concerned.
1: Man. Shane, do you, do you ask a question earlier? I think you got cut off. Oh, I was just going to ask you if Julio Jones landed to you in this spot, would you consider taking him?
2: Yes, I would. I was actually looking at it earlier, and I, I gave you guys my case on our last episode for why Julio Jones should still potentially be a wide receiver to a high level wide receiver to next year, and possibly even a wide receiver one. And Vegas right now has Julio Jones at an over under of 1,100 yards for next year. The odds makers have him at 1,100 yards next year. If he puts up a thousand-yard season, he's a wide receiver too, undoubtedly. And if he has the touchdowns to go along with that, he's a wide receiver one. So yes, I will take Julio Jones there.
1: Just depends. In the fourth round, I don't, I don't think you can pass on that value. No, Mike no, Evans no. too. Mike Evans every single season, a thousand yep. yards, still here in the fourth round.
0: You've got a lot of just solid guys, like just just some really solid guys here with Julio, with Evans. Obviously, Mahomes still on the board. Here's where a lot of quarterbacks have their ADP coming up. Adam Thielen is always good. You've got you, there's just a lot of there's a lot of just solid guys who are always going to put up good numbers for you.
1: Are you are you guys surprised? I don't know how far down you've looked at the board. Are you guys surprised to see Jamar Chase's ADP at fifty three or fifty four? Yeah, overall? I am. It's I a am high for me.
0: It's it's very high. Kenny Galladay one spot below. I take Kenny Galladay every day of the week before Jamar Chase. Like I mean, they're like Jamar Chase. I have is a, what a wide receiver four. I have Kenny Galladay as a wide receiver two. So, CD Lamb's below
1: him. I, I, oh yeah, CD Lamb's on the board. We got a some guy is in here right now. I think he's about to get auto drafted for this. Might be the Patrick Mahomes pick. Time's up. Oh yeah, Patrick, there Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. There we go. Fourth round, Jack. Not even if you wanted to, you could not take Mahomes. Unfortunate. That's okay. I'll pass. I'll pass this time, and we'll go receiver tight end. Next pick. So right now, best player available, according to Sleeper, which is not correct, is Josh Jacobs, who's ranked 30th, which I still don't understand.
0: That's crazy.
1: Travis That's ETN cr- with, a, with an ADP of 45. A rookie uh, rated too highly in sleeper because in Yahoo and ESPN, these guys definitely don't have these high ADP. Oh, my gosh.
2: Well, Kyle Pitts is 47, which actually that's the one that does make sense. Um,
0: Rashad Bateman is 112. I've never seen Rashad Bateman above, like, 140.
2: Devontae Smith at 63. Wow. Whew. Don't know if I'm taking him there. That means Devontae Smith's over Odell Beckham Jr. for next year. And DJ Chark. I do Courtland I Sun. do
0: have I do have Devonta Smith. No, 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 wait. No, no, no. What am I talking about? I don't have DJ. I have him a couple spots below. I've got him similar range. Oh boy. Yeah. Me. I have him in both wide receiver three range.
1: Right before Jack. Mike
0: Evans off the board. That's that's a good pick. I mean, there's some oh Julio Jones is off the board here with Jack. I mean, I don't even think that's that's a question.
2: Quarterbacks still aren't going. I'm looking at the wide receiver value right now that I can still get do i take julio here yeah i gotta take julio
0: i was about to say if you don't take julio right there then you're a fake fan
2: well there's another
1: guy i like up there too so there's julio to jack so josh jacobs goes after the patrick mahomes auto draft then mike evans then julio and i am one pick away from getting a quarterback if i really wanted to oh mad dumb didn't like the julio pick I'm not mad dumb. I'm not, not mad dumb
2: right? for taking Julio Jones there.
0: He's boomer bust. I don't. I don't know if Julio Jones in his entire career has ever been labeled boomer bust. So I'm not sure if that's a uh, mad dumb. Oh, oh. I thought that is interesting. Mad dumb agrees. Feeling.
1: So Adam Thielen goes with the pick before me. So another wide receiver run could be coming here with Evans, Julio, and Thielen. Right now, the best player available at this spot for me is Lamar Jackson, then Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Or I could go with one of the rookies here: Travis Etienne, Kyle Pitts. Or I could reach into the next round. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I feel you like you gotta I'm go running. Josh Allen. Like I, I almost
0: feel like you have to go Josh Allen here. Josh I'm, Allen's a good value. And I think for any, I, I talk about how I wouldn't draft a quarterback above the fifth round, but I mean, you know, if one of the top two guys is on the board right there at the end of the fourth, like, I mean, a lot of the guys, especially based on sleeper rankings are so much lower.
1: I, I, I'm going with my guy, uh, CD lamb yeah, I he's a wide receiver that I think could finish as a wide receiver one, especially things that he was doing. Wow. Juju right after CD lamb. Uh, the stuff that CD Lamb was doing when Dak Prescott was healthy I, I think we see a second year boost for him uh, I like the Galladay pick I, I'm fine with CD Lamb there if listen if Josh Allen maybe lasts me in the fifth I'll take that I just don't like taking quarterbacks This <laughs> because I feel like there's still value for me to be had on the board
0: yeah I agree positions. with you I agree with you Shane I mean that's
1: there is I, and there isn't, because these rankings are still, we keep saying it, they're they're very out of whack and very not what I'm accustomed to with what I've seen in ESPN and Yahoo. Some running backs are just all over the place. And there goes the second quarterback taken was Kyler Murray over Josh Allen. Ooh, that's a surprise. Wow. Interesting.
0: Especially after he came out and said, I want to run less. Like, oh, Kyle Pitts off the board here.
2: No. Darn it. So I'm, I'm waiting on right. the tight end position even longer.
0: I feel like that's the case with the tight end position. It's like you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait too long accidentally. And then you're like, Oh crap. Now I have to wait even longer. And then you're, you end up in like the 11th round drafting Robert Tanyan as your tight end one, like
1: looking just, at the board right now, the the running backs available that I could take are at James Robinson, who was an ADP still here at 53 Kareem hunt. Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Javante Williams, Raheem Mostert. I don't like a lot of these names, to be honest. But I feel like if I don't take a running back here, I'm going to put myself in in, in a very bad situation. I disagree. Situation.
0: I disagree. There are guys way further down that I would reach up for here. No mm, question. Josh Allen, that's a great pick. That's, that's an no. insane
2: pick. Guys, stop picking the guys that I want to take right yeah, in front I of me.
1: I, I was talking about the quarterback position. I'm looking at the quarterbacks. I really, Lucas. You, you know, we've talked about it for so long about Matt Stafford and the amount of of research that I really looked into it and and all the the data and and all the numbers and and the projections and everything. I really want Stafford on most of my teams for next year, and I I wanted to wait out. Stafford in this draft but I know that if I did that more than likely you probably would have scooped him up around earlier than I was going to so why not Josh Allen in the fifth I don't think anyone could possibly scoff at that especially when his ADP and Yahoo I know for a fact is the third round two rounds later why not I got my full starting lineup besides one running back already set
0: yep that's I mean that a great pick you can't argue with that pick Josh Allen should or typically goes in the second or third round now you got him in the fifth. I mean, that's Jack Prescott went right behind him. We were—I was telling you to take him in the fourth, like, and I talk about all the time. Don't take a quarterback before the fifth round. But if Patrick, it's because Patrick Mahomes and, and Josh Allen don't fall past the second or third. So if they fall that far, I mean, I definitely consider it at that point. It's just a steal there.
1: And Jack, Jack, that's who it was. Literally between for me, Josh yeah. Allen and Kareem Hunt. Why? I you feel like so. It? So
2: Kareem Hunt's basically. I mean, there's maybe four or five more backs that I would trust to start in my lineup week to week that are left on the board cream hunts easily the top of those backs. So I disagree. Uh,
0: there's still one more on the board who, I mean, there, are, there are like two more that I think I trust more, but one more that's like seen by most people that, that they would trust starting. And someone Shane has talked about a lot who's still on the board that I will probably Mike Davis. Isn't it? It my next pick. It is, is Mike your, Davis. Yeah. Mike Davis he's, is still on the board. Yeah, yeah I know. His ADP is
1: way low, though. Yeah, I know it that's is. According to Sleeper, that's why I went with the quarterback because I didn't think I need to pull up Mike Davis this far, and I thought I could have got him in the sixth. Sure, I mean you're you're
0: you're absolutely right. Except that I will be taking him with my next pick because I desperately need a running back.
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, I, I'm very okay with going uh, with Gaskin and, and Davis as my two running backs. I don't think that's desperation at all. I think that's a fine strategy, especially if you're getting a top tier wide receiver, the number one wide receiver and the number one tight end. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely like it. I No, 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 I, no problems with my team. But I I
0: need to to grab someone off the board. That's that's where like pulling up. First off, pulling up Mike Davis to the fifth or sixth round. I, I don't understand why that sh- is a pulling up. Like it should not be a pulling up. That should be where Mike Davis goes. And that's still a steal for Mike Davis. Like he's going to be an RB2. We saw what Mike Davis did. with. McCaffrey was hurt was he inconsistent sure did he get you at least 10 points a game every once in a while getting you a 20 point week yeah he was good and if if he's the the guy in Atlanta which right now it really looks like he is because there's no one there for competition I mean he's gonna have a similar value during the season in a high-powered Atlanta offense I mean it's just he's, he's gonna do some good things
1: I want to backtrack for a second here uh Lucas before we get to your next pick and talk about the Juju Smith-Schuster pick at the end of the fourth round that is the highest i've ever seen juju go in any of the drafts that i've done so far and i think it was a mistake quite honestly i mean after him it was Galladay, and no other wide receivers gone since what do you guys think i don't i have juju as a seventh round guy yeah i mean
2: i don't i don't love the pick of juju smith schuster there but we've gone through the stats before all of those Steelers receivers are kind of a risk, but they also carry a whole lot of reward if they play the same as they did last year. Right. Juju last year was a legitimate wide receiver too at the beginning of the year. So I, I see where the pick comes from, especially as that guy's third receiver. I probably would have won running back though, because now they have to wait on running backs and they have three receivers already.
1: Shane, can three you put, backs
2: already. Shane, can you put this man
0: on auto draft, like manually as the commissioner? Cause he's obviously not here.
1: Oh, I already thought he was auto drafting. No matter now because his pick is up and he will now be taking Jamar Chase in the, the fifth round. One. Look at this team right here, and then let's talk about this for a second: Nick Chubb, Devonte Adams, J.K. Dobbins, Mahomes, and Jamar Chase. That is it's an interesting really composition to... of
2: players. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot I'm of consistency. Competing.
1: No, you know, I, I'm not a huge JK Dobbins guy. I feel like those numbers could be inconsistent. I think Jamar Chase's numbers could be inconsistent. You know, maybe in his mind, he's got the number one quarterback and number one wide receiver, but still, uh, gosh, I'm not a total fan. Oh, and there's mad dumb again, making a mad dumb pick. Lucas, we'll come back to you in one second here with your Mike Davis pick, which I liked Oh but boy. Melvin Gordon. Melvin yeah. Gordon. I hate Melvin Gordon. I'm not going to really touch him
0: don't. right now. I was I, look, I, I mean, reports are coming out of Javante Williams being the starter and that scares me. Not something I expected. I've talked about how I like Melvin Gordon because I didn't expect Javante Williams to make an, a, a, that big of an impact early. If they see something and want to play him early, you know, it's not up to Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams. It's up to that coaching staff. And if they're going to play him early, if that's the expectation, Melvin Gordon is just a bad pick.
1: No, no need to take Melvin Gordon here. I mean, when you look at the other running backs available, Travis Etienne and James Robinson, I probably both would have taken both those guys over Melvin Gordon at this point. Um, but then you look at the running backs left, and especially what sleeper shows you, there aren't a whole lot of guys you can really trust to be your RB2 at this point. I think we're starting to get to those high upside RB3 guys that can be RB2s, but we are out of the RB2 territory.
0: Yep. We, we really are. I mean, Mike Davis was was really the last one that is pretty widely seen as a legitimate RB2 that's still on the board.
1: All right, Lucas, you took Mike Davis with your pick, and again, I love your team. I really do. The Cooper Cup pick, the, the two running backs that you have with Gaskin and Davis. Looking at the picks before that, though, because I didn't get really to talk about those yet, Jack, after you took Kareem Hunt, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, two Ravens went back-to-back. Jamar Chase, again, we'd hit on that one already. And then TJ Hawkinson is the what sixth tight end off the board? A little surprising, especially yeah. for a guy that I have my fourth tight end right now.
2: That's a phenomenal pick. It really is. See, I'm not, I'm not on the same page, but I, so, so the thing with TJ Hawkinson is he was good last year, yes. in a Matthew Stafford offense that was better than it's going to be this year, right? Now TJ Hawkinson's going to get most of the receptions in that offense but I understand why he's dropping to six. He has Jared Goff at his quarterback, which if we're predicting that Matthew Stafford in the Rams offense is going to be the MVP, then he must be significantly better than Jared Goff is. So if Jared Goff is TJ Hawkinson's quarterback, we're probably going to see some digression from TJ Hawkinson in terms of fantasy next year.
1: Well, we still saw what Cooper Cup and Robert Woods were able to do with Jared Goff. So I don't think it's that far off to think that he can sustain at least TJ Hawkinson in that offense. Well, yeah, but
2: we have to also also assume that he's going to be a downgrade from what Matthew Stafford was last year. I mean, last year, you're still taking Andrews, Kittle, Waller, and Pitts. Now, at this point in that situation, and Kelsey, you're still taking all those guys over him. It's not like T.J. Hawkinson is improving from last year. If anything, he's getting worse or he's exactly the same as he was last year, but he's not improving from last year.
1: Well, he could be improving as an overall player. Maybe his mindset's changed. Maybe he's going, maybe he he went keto to start the year and he just has a fully healthy system now. That, that would be awesome. Fantastic for him. I doubt it. Let's take a look at some of the other players. So after the Melvin Gordon pick to wrap up the fifth round, we had Tyler Lockett, not a fan of that one. And Travis Etienne with back-to-back picks there. James Robinson goes one pick after Etienne here at the start of the sixth round. And then Brandon Ayuk, DJ Moore, odell beckham jr great value for dj Moore there uh and brandon iok I, I like both of those picks, jack what about you
2: i was on mute my bad i was about to take brandon iok if he was there he's a guy that i really liked at that pick um wow robbie anderson's adp is all the way down at 100 on yeah. sleeper Whew. that was a guy i was looking at from my board at this pick right here what pick overall are we at we're at like We're in the 70s now. I mean, I might pull him up here pretty significantly, unless I go
1: somewhere around there. Yeah. You got guys. I still think Devontae Smith ADP is extremely high.
2: Yeah, extremely high. He's at 60 right now. I could go Brandon Cooks. No, I'm going to pull up your guy, Shane. I'm going to pull up Robbie Anderson at this point. I think he's a solid because he'd be my flex spot. And I think he's a solid flex play, a very solid flex play who I can put in and i would be very happy with his boomer bust potential cuz i know he's got speed and i know he can score touchdowns and i think that carolina offense is top 5 next year. Robbie Anderson's going to benefit. I'm going to take him right here.
1: Oh, yeah, i don't like you. I don't like you at all. I, I want Robbie Anderson. That's the thing. And that's the problem
0: with doing these drafts with us because we know who you like and we like who you like.
1: A lot of the time. I, I'm pretty good at i don't know if you guys saw the I did a Robbie Anderson video on TikTok the other day and I, you know, I, I'm happy if I can convince five people to draft Robbie Anderson next year, but to see that the video had almost, what, 75,000 views. I know it had over 200 shares on it. People are now talking about Robbie Anderson. It's probably a bad thing for me because I'm now talking his ADP up from where it was and, and losing all value here. Uh, but before the Robbie Anderson pick, we had Justin Herbert go right after Odell Beckham and Javante Williams there. And T Higgins just went the pick before me. So right now, listen, I could take another quarterback. I could uh, get quite the steal here. It says in Russell Wilson, the running backs position, though, is is down the tubes at this point. I mean, it's recommending me Leonard Fournette and Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake and David Johnson. I I mean, Chase
0: Edmonds, uh, James Conner. Some of those, you know, Michael, like some of those guys aren't bad picks. It's just, it's, it's like, you're not going to take them your RB2 and, and the
2: value in the sixth round is absolutely gone. You also have Rojo down the board, Ronald Jones, a little bit. If you want a guy who was an RB2 last year, then you have Ronald Jones. I'd, I'd be comfortable with Edmonds here though. Yeah. Except now with Giovanni Bernard in there taking touches. Like oh, it's just for Ronald Jones. Once again, that's not going to affect Ronald Jones.
0: Yes, it will. Because it will affect both of them. No.
2: Ronald Jones doesn't catch passes. He doesn't need Giovanni sure. Bernard to but, but catch passes. But he'll still catch take fewer passes. Value.
0: Leonard Fournette will catch fewer passes, and Leonard Fournette will make up for that with rushing attempts. Giovanni Bernard will also have a few rushing attempts. There's, there's just more mouths to feed. It's never a good thing when there are more mouths to feed, regardless of if Ronald Jones was a pass catching back before then or not. He was already incredibly inconsistent, and now he's going to be even worse.
1: I want Chase Edmonds. Yeah, so Chase Edmonds pick. is
0: a great pick. I love that pick.
1: I have him as my RB 25 overall at the moment. Uh, There just wasn't really any other guys that I was too in love with at this point. And I definitely needed a running back. There goes Mostert. Thank God, get him off the board. I have no interest in Raheem Mostert and Devante Smith after that way too early in my book. Uh, But just the value here, it just further proves that I really don't think you can leave the first four rounds without two running backs. You can't.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, I, well, well, I guess I did. I, in the, in the f- fifth round, I got Mike Davis into the fifth.
1: You can't leave the first five rounds with that two running backs. Yeah. Go. I
0: think, yeah. I think that one's better. Cause you've got guys in the fifth round, like um, green Hunt. Hunt, Hunt, Mike Hunt was Davis. the last
2: guy I would have been comfortable with as an RB2.
0: And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for sticking with us guys. Spitfire Lucas Parrish here doing this after are recording doing this right before posting it because we've got a whole part two coming at you next week we're finishing off this mock draft another 45 minute episode what happens next? Who goes in the end of the seventh round? And and where do we think these sleepers are gonna go, especially when we're doing this mock draft with some of you guys who kind of, you know, know some of our takes and, and you know, agree and disagree at, at whatever level that you do. Remember to follow us at FF Laboratory on Twitter, at on TikTok at FF Laboratory. Make sure to check out our website, fflaboratory.com. For the chemist Jack McGrath, the king of trade, Shane Palmer. I'm Spitfire Lucas Parrish. Have a great day.